Chinese are trying to kill me. H I again E coming with the heat. I stay fooling with my bot, my Welcome to the Grillcast, the only podcast in the world dedicated to radical centrism. I am your host, Orion. Joining me today is Micah. Hey, what's going on, man? Also joining me is recurring guest, the third man, Marcy. What's, what's going on, buddy? Again, not much. Always glad to come in. Um, I, I just want to levy a little disclaimer to you gorillas out there listening. Uh, you may notice I'm a little low energy today. This might be a low energy episode. And that is a result of the Chinese. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have COVID again, bros. Um, and, and this isn't, this isn't like a white woman hypochondriac thing. No, uh, anyone who's had it knows that it feels different than anything else you've ever been sick with. Shit hits different. It does. Yeah, that shit, it hits different and it's not like necessarily worse, but you can, you you can feel when it enters your body that it was made in a lab. It, It doesn't feel like God gave it to you. It feels like some gay Chinese dweeb handcrafted it just to attack. Just your to fuck sensibilities. With you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was through an American lab in China, or at least that it was like, um, I think Americans made it and then we released it on the Chinese. Well, it may, it may have been a collaborative effort, but you know, at the end of the day, we know whose borders it crossed to get here. No, yeah, it did, it did cross state lines. No, I think this is worth getting straight because I was doubting this for a long time because I was like, why would we have made this bioweapon and released it in China because it fucked over America so badly? But now I've been watching China and it has fucked over China way worse than it's fucked over America. So I actually think that we deliberately released China to, or released COVID to fuck over China. I don't think we All can right. blame the Chinese. I may have brain fog right now, but you sound straight retarded. That's a QAnon <laughs> conspiracy theory. Um, look, I, it, it was obviously the Chinese. You can feel that this disease <clears throat> was made by bug people when it enters your body. And so in response, Orion went out to a dance studio in California the other night and <laughs> <did> some- <laughs> Did some things that I personally don't condone. <laughs> I put on my be- my best Vietnamese uh, guy mask. Uh. Just, yeah, but uh, you know, I wonder. You know, when when I get COVID again, the year twenty twenty three, years past the uh, the initial incident where this happened. How the hell? How the hell did we let the Chinese get away with this? How the hell? How the, the this plague, this fucking plague, comes out of their country? And when we ask what's up with this, when we're like, "Hey, what's what's going on with this virus that's destroying the world?" They're just like, "Oh no, Syria Maliki, we didn't make and rap. Oh no, it's just from bad soup." And we just we just accepted that as fact. We just accepted that, like like. We just said, like, oh, yeah, those those crazy Chinamen and their fucking bizarre cuisine, that checks out to me. How how low of a form of life do you have to be that nobody is even a little bit surprised that you're eating bat fucking soup? <laughs> well, we actually did, like, we cut off their access to, like, um, I forget, some kind of technology stuff I don't understand. We no longer import it there. We make it in, like, Vietnam. So we actually, like, fucked over the Chinese electronics 
industry and then their housing industry is collapsing like china china's actually falling apart right now and is somewhat at least through like u.s sanctions and u.s actions so well that's that's not what our last communist guest said that we uh just talked to recently he actually said that china number one i know china, I wish they're overset just two more weeks and they're gonna overtake america any day now i wish i'd been there to talk to him about that because that projection is from like 10 years ago and the current projection on china is that they're going to fall apart and shit to bed a lot apart because they're still <laughs> having mass lockdowns like their economy their their economy is falling apart china like do you think america's a shit show like china is like tied with great britain for like biggest shit show on earth right now yeah that's true um i i also want to say I did have some strongly uh, worded things that I said about China and the Chinese, and none of that is actually racist because Chinese <laughs> are fine when they come to America. Like, it's not the Chinese nationality that's the problem, it's the Chinese that are actually in their country. When they come here, Wait, like, they learn how to nationality? make- I think that is their nationality, not their race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Thank that's you. all you really but, had to say is, you know, it's not about race, it's about nationality. Although I do really respect your- um, um, always feeling the need to qualify your racist statements. Well, look, I'm not racist. I buy Chinese food. Like that's, when, that's when, fair. That's when the Chinese people here make food, they make it with normal fucking ingredients like pork and MSG. chicken with de MSG, delicious sauce. Like they they make normal food. They're not like, oh yeah, I'm Ali can here have some bat soup. Like no, that's was it racist for like my dad's generation to hate the Vietnamese? Was it racist for my grandfathers no. to hate the fucking Japanese? Japanese? Yeah, those ones like it's not racist <laughs> it's because the war of our time is america versus russia it's not racist to hate them it's patriotic yeah fuck those snow monkeys yeah, yeah exactly I'm, I'm glad that you have the my the raytheon stock my raytheon stocks depend on <laughs> depend on it and look i'm not the only person that's not a racist our president himself is also not a racist um Joe Biden recently, he went to a black people church on Martin Luther King Day to pay respects to the man who was totally not assassinated by the CIA. Biden reconnecting with his roots here. Yes, yes, exactly. And, you know, I, I watched this video that I'm going to play here in a second. And I've always, I, I feel this like sense of envy because I've always wanted to go to a black people church Penis more envy? than anything. But every, every internet racist wants an N-word pass right it's all they ever talk about oh i have the pass bro <laughs> but like a, a pass to go to a black people church is worth a thousand times what an n-word pass is yeah so i i'd like to play a video to prove my point on that matter i i just want you to look at how enthused joe biden hey, is to be here <laughs> He's like, why is the help dancing and singing? Am I in a Disney movie? So I kind of like it. I mean, I got to be honest with you guys. Me as a white man, if I got put up on a stage in a black church and they were all singing and clapping for me, I would feel like a god. <laughs> <laughs> I'd raise up my hands and be like, yeah, like doing like a side to side would, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Conducting them. Yeah. yeah. 
I feel like the the whole Sleepy Joe thing, it's pretty, like, played out. But he genuinely looks, like, very confused there. Like, it's like he said, like, he just, like, woke up and is like, where am I? What's happening? Well, I think more more than even being sleepy, I think that he looks really uncomfortable and almost scared. And uh, I think that's a result of him being a Catholic. Um, Catholics, by nature... They're literally afraid of fun. Um, they're, they're afraid of good times. They literally... This is what the Catholic Huck believes. They believe that they should feel shame all the time, that they have to go to church and confess to their sins or whatever, instead of just jamming out, you know, singing, swinging around on the rafters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, that, you, you show your appreciation for the Lord through fun and friendship, and that's what Black Baptists understand. And this is, you know, at odds with his upbringing as a Catholic cuck. Yeah, that's because Protestants are new age hippie fucking idiots. Like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to church and I'm not going to be reverent. I don't understand, like, solemn prayer or, like, you know, a respectful, like, choir. Like, if you were at a choir in, like, a cathedral, like, it sounds like angels, not just, like, some hollering fucking... Yeah, no, Catholics have respect for traditions and they believe their places of prayer should be respectful. Wow, terrible. What's disrespectful about those black people jamming for the Lord, shucking and jiving for the Lord? What's what's disrespectful about that? It's honestly white um, Protestantism that's the problem um to me like i don't i don't have a problem with that you know what they're doing the jubile style of worshiping uh it's it's like the commercialized you know parking lot uh, shopping center protestants that really bothered me <laughs> yeah yeah i i kind of have to agree with you there um, uh no it's so i, I kind of like i, I kind of like catholic services or at least like latin mass i think is kind of cool yeah unironically yeah, and it's in. You just hear him speaking a bunch of goofy words you don't understand, but you kind of feel like you're in like Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying I'm spells. Sorry. When's the last time the Protestants went and took back Jerusalem? Hmm. That's true. Oh. oh, they never did. When's the last time the Protestants did anything cool like that? Oh, have we not? Never. Have we not had a Protestant president in the last uh, sixty years plus? Because we, I think we have taken back Jerusalem. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> you know what Joe Biden did? Oh yeah, Donald ended, Trump did that. Ended abortion. Yeah. Could a Protestant fucking president overturn Roe v. Wade? No, they don't have the spine. Catholic gets it done. Yeah, you do have a fair point there. Yeah, the Catholics do hate fun, so they're really good at clamping down and stuff like that. <laughs> um, you I know, think Joe Catholics Biden- drink more than Protestants. You think so? Like, yes. I don't think Protestants even participate in mass. Yeah, see, that's that's something I've always wondered. She was like, Catholics don't have a problem with drinking, and it, and it kind of. Like, when I think about that juxtaposed with their opposition to abortion, well, and I'm like, well, you don't really oppose abortion. You just support doing it manually. <laughs> yeah. No, Catholics yeah. just man up you, and take Don't care abort of the your kid. kid. Make them come out retarded. <laughs> or come, or, or, yeah, or, or come out so early that they're, that they die. You know? Catholics get drunk, <laughs> they fuck, and then they just get married the next day and have the goddamn kid at 18 years old and 16 yeah. years old. Look, I, I can respect it. I, I think I'll, I'll act. We ask the point let's, that let's not get hung Catholic- up on religion. You know, we have a lot of important topics to cover here. We have a lot of important things to cover because you know, Joe Biden he looked very confused there. He looked very uh, out of place, but eventually he embraces this the happy jovial spirit. 
and he sings a bit of a song himself. Uh, this next video I'm going to play is Joe Biden singing Happy Birthday to Martin Luther King III's <laughs> wife. But congratulations today to the honorees, uh, including your wife, uh, who I understand uh, is birthday today. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday to you. Well, it's hell turning 30, but you got to. <laughs> Look, you can Come laugh on, all you Jeff. want. Well, you can laugh all you want at that, but do you know Martin Luther King III's wife's fucking name? <laughs> no, no, dude. No. Nobody knows her name. Like Rosa Parks King Three. I don't think so. What did he say? His name was Velma. Is that I what he said? Valen. Val. Valma. <laughs> he's, he's been watching the new Velma. Yeah. He's like, well, this is a bunch of liberal bullshit. <laughs> I tell you what, Jack. It's just stuck in his mind as the like the the last black thing he saw. The black one. <laughs> the last Velma. black woman. Velma. <laughs> Indian black. Uh, Pretty much the same. And speaking of uh, Indians and blacks, who are you know kind of synonymous. Did this Kamala really... and Biden. Oh, it did. Uh, I, I was I was wondering if that was actually going to be a real segue, and it, it actually was a, a legitimate. <laughs> workable segue a beautiful segue you know i'm very good at this i'm a professional even even with the covid induced brain fog i can find a way to parlay this segment into kamala and biden mm. and uh you know they they recently released a video where it, it it goes to show what i love most about kamala and biden and trust me there's a lot of things to love about these two this dangerous duo um and the thing I love most about our based executive office, it's it's the synergy that they have, Kamala and Biden. The way that they interact, it's just so natural. Their banter, it's so lighthearted. It's like us. Their, their, their chemistry, so undeniable. You know, it, we're lucky they don't have a podcast, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be, oh, I know. We'd be fucked. We'd be out of a job, man. I have nightmares about that. Well, well we're safe for now. As long as they're leading our glorious nation, I, I doubt that they'll do that. But they do, however, have a video together that I'd like to share with the audience because it really highlights their uh, their, their epic and strong connection that they share. All right. Okay. Hey, team. Hi, guys. How are you? What do you think? I think we're off to a pretty good start. I think we're off to a great start. I mean, Hard to believe it's two years, huh? Well, just remember where we started and all that was happening in our country. And I think the thing that has motivated us is the resilience, the determination of the American people. Yeah, they stuck with right? us. I, mean, I, well. I wish people could see what I see. <laughs> they stuck with us well. Uh, sort of. Like the way that he, she's talking to him is kind of like trying to hype him up and like yeah. remind remind him that they've been doing this for two years now and he's like wow that's uh who are you what <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that she wears a suit um yeah. 
it's very I, mannish, especially like the broad shoulders thing on like a woman's suit like that. It's kind of vulgar, honestly. <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's kind offensive. of offensive. Yeah, it's kind, it's kind of offensive, and she like tries to like refeminize it with this like strange tie thing, and it just comes off like more deranged. Like just wear a you know what normal women wear that isn't a goddamn suit you know or like a women's suit that doesn't have like giant football linebacker shoulder padding um well it's one of those things where it's like she kind of looks like a child wearing a suit like oh you're trying to be professional yeah like it looks like it's kind of too big for her almost Mm -hmm. yeah it's not fitted properly no just like just like her being the vice president yeah Well, uh, let's, you know, she she's gassing him up. Uh, let's see. Let's see how she continues on, because Biden hasn't really had a lot to add into this. See, sometimes I've been in the Oval Office with you when the cameras are there and mostly when the cameras are not. And what you have singularly done based on who you are, and I mean this in all sincerity, to bring together nations, allies in the world, and you bring folks together in a bipartisan way, uniquely. Well, you're you very You've been gracious. an incredible leader these last two well, years. I really think, as you've heard me say, foreign leaders, it's never been a good bet to bet against America. Yeah. What a Chad. That's very true. Yeah. You, don't, you don't bet against America. He just tells everybody, every other leader of every other country that, like, you know, you're, you're coming into the casino here. You're going to throw down your chips. Don't, uh, don't fuck up there, Jack. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, she keeps talking and talking. And he's, like, looking down. He's like, that's very gracious. Please shut up. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop talking. And she doesn't get the hint. Yeah. She just keeps fucking yeah. going. Biden speaks for himself, in all honesty. Right. I mean, we, we, he does not need a uh, soothsayer uh, to convince any of us of his greatness. Right. He doesn't need this woman gassing him up. He's already fully fueled. We created almost 11 million jobs. 750,000 right. manufacturing jobs. Think about that, and on top of capping the cost of insulin at thirty-five dollars a month. Okay, okay, I want to talk about that. This whole like debate about fucking insulin, like, oh, isn't it ridiculous how much it costs? No, not really, because you did it to your fucking selves, you diabetic fat piece of shit. I mean, granted, I see that side of the argument too, but at the same time, I do think it's kind of funny um, when the state like just jumps in and and fucks over uh, corporations and don't they don't they have health insurance? Yeah, health insurance yeah. isn't even that much. Like, yeah. don't, don't you have a job? Like, I, I, the thing is, the people that need this insulin, and I, I agree with your point. Like, I'm not, I'm not here simping for the pharmaceutical companies. They can get fucked too. But like, at, at the end of the day, who needs insulin to be that cheap? It's the millions of fat, retarded, jobless losers who make up the voting base for both parties. <laughs> and that's I do, why I it's do such think a hot the whole, like, issue. I, I do think like it's a bit of a cope when people will cry about how it's it's you know genetic or whatever um, I, I, I think the vast majority of instances it is life choice you know it's based on life choice maybe maybe there is some you know uh predisposition to it but i mean okay. uh, why does the government come out and support our um, car salesmen our high level businessmen and cap the price of cocaine at 35 dollars a gram 
Exactly. That would that would help me out so much right now. I'd be, <laughs> that would be, I'd be so a hot. lot less low energy. <laughs> so so Wait, they have a, they these people need cocaine, and it is cripplingly expensive. Especially a lot of our nation's poorest have it to is. use crack because, well, I'm not even sure crack is cheaper. I don't know, but well, they have to use meth. Yeah, they know? have to use meth. We have and meth they wouldn't have to rely on such like so many shady sales tactics to make our, the money that they desperately need. Our hardworking stimulant addicts are kneecapped by this incredible price fucking gouging by these. Right. And it's it's an investment into our future, uh, capping the price of cocaine to thirty five dollars a gram. What happens when you cap insulin to thirty five dollars a dose or whatever the fuck it is? Well, you just have more fat retards subsisting and not doing anything. When you do that for stimulant addicts, they're going out and getting shit done. You if know, we, they're collecting catalytic converters. If we got these uh, insulin addicts to switch to cocaine, they wouldn't need insulin anymore. This is that's, also yeah. very true. Trading sugar for the booger sugar. That's a uh, that's a that's a very cogent point you have there. I'm gonna I'm gonna press play now. We have <laughs> created more small businesses in the last two year span oh than any God. two year span in history. And I think people are starting to realize that what we you and I have been saying, there's not a damn thing we can't do if right. in fact we do it together. More African Americans have health care, more women are employed and What is that thing? Whoa. Joe, Joe, get down, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Terminator behind me. <laughs> Holy fuck, bro. I've never thought a woman could beat me up before. I thought that that was impossible, but that thing could fucking... Is that Shrek? <laughs> Is that Shrek? Look, I need you to relax. This <laughs> lords over the ball. How is there this many women in one picture and not one of them is above a five out of ten? I was about to say uh, the exact hold on, give me a second, thing. give me a second, give me no, a second, give me a second. I'll find like, her. I'll find I'd her. I'll find probably her. the Jewish one on the far right and like a couple in the background, yeah. I think. That's yeah. about it. No, the one on the left of the Jewish one isn't that bad. Uh, she just needs to not smile. Yeah. It's <laughs> got a face problem. I also have a problem with women smiling. It's yeah. why I act the way I do towards them. <laughs> Like, you suck, you stupid bitch. What are you so happy about? <clears throat> Come down to my level. Join me in the swamp. Oh, God. I I'm love, glad you paused okay. the video to me. Very, like, conservative point talking point, whatever. But they just he just keeps being like, we created this many jobs in the last yeah. two years. We created the most small business in history. And it's because of COVID. We destroyed all that stuff. We destroyed all of it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's been talked about. Look, COVID, COVID, well, COVID take, taketh away and COVID giveth. Yeah. Like the inverse yeah. of that. I don't know. Fuck you. COVID taketh away my, my brain functionality. I'll tell you that much. But look at this. Look at this. There's like this huge coping point about like, oh, Joe Biden saying he added all these jobs, but it's because of COVID. But who was president when COVID started? Was exactly. it Joe Biden? No, he stepped in and he fixed it. He stepped in and he did the work to bring our country back and dare I say, make America great again. Look at how yeah, happy all yeah. of these stupid holes are surrounding Joe Biden. They kind of like psyoped, like, I don't know. Everyone's like, we have to lock down. We have to lock down. And then the second they got the White House, they're like, we're not going to do this anymore. Look, all I know is uh, 
I don't remember seeing Bill Clinton in a picture like this before. I don't think women would be that comfortable around old Billery. I don't think that's true. Like that's a post. I just mean Bill. from when he was president. Uh, yeah. Well, wait, they didn't let this many women into wherever the president. That's was. That's true. But, yeah. but like, I don't 90s. think Bill. It was a different Bill time. Being, Bill being creepy a is a post Bill in office thing. When Bill before Bill was in office, he wasn't creepy. He was like older Obama, Suave. where women yeah. were like. Yeah, Bill's kind of, you know what I mean? Bill kind of got wet. He was like... Well, no, that's know. what I was making the comparison is like, you know, you hear all those things about Bill Clinton and yet, you know, you never see him surrounded by this many women in a picture, you know, smiling. Especially not this many ugly women. I don't think Bill Clinton Which, would you know, allowed that. What do you mean? Bill, Bill Clinton literally prioritized harassing ugly women. Yeah, actually. Although, okay, there must be... I'm said, just getting BTFO'd here, Hil- bro. Hillary Clinton shit. was actually hot. Yeah, Hillary Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, was, whoever that chick no, was, they raped when he was governor. Hillary they're Clinton all, was a all. fox when she was younger. That's that's true. You can pull up the pictures. She was actually right, really I'm good looking. Pictures. Bill got suckered into a relationship. I mean, you know, it was a power relationship, but she was actually good looking when she was young. And how about the fact that there is now a name that the world knows, and the name is Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson? And more right. appellate court female judges are right. black than all other presidents in American history. Yeah. I feel good about what it's really groundbreaking. We've we got, got a lot momentum. more to do. We got momentum. Got momentum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. And look, they're having nice burgers at the end there because they eat goy slop just like us, guys. They're just yeah. like us. What was that? I did never uh, just some shitty burger in that room, really. Yeah, what kind of president would just <laughs> get <laughs> shitty burgers and eat them in office? That who who set like that president? <laughs> They really thought that was something to emulate, though. I mean, I think I think that's a based move, honestly. Uh, like connecting we... with the everyman, like you know, the the insulin the insulin enthusiast class watches that, and they have like ketchup stains on their shirt, and they're like, yeah. That's just, wow, they're just like me. They're also fat slobs who eat goy slop burger. That, that, that wasn't like, I don't know. You could show some status and have like a good burger with like, you know, like a good, like that looked like a really awful burger and not served in a piece of cardboard. You're in the goddamn White House. I mean, you have plates. You yeah, have really yeah, who nice would serve, silverware. Who would serve fucking disgusting fast food burgers and cardboard in the White House? Who set that precedent? Wasn't the whole point that we were so trying president, to... Isn't Joe trying to, like, put class back into the presidency? Wasn't the idea to, like, not be Donald Trump that that was a bad thing that bringing McDonald's into the White House was actually not not something we should strive for with our presidents. That looked worse than McDonald's. That's true. McDonald's does get a bad rap. McDonald's didn't do anything wrong. And it's because of that stupid fucking... Did, did you guys have to watch that documentary in school, Supersize Me? Yeah, yeah. 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 When they're like, oh, what What if I go and eat 10,000 calories of McDonald's a day? Will it be bad for my health? Like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and he only gains man. a little bit of weight, I mean, to be honest with you. Yeah, he doesn't even, like, he gets, like, average American fat. He doesn't even, yeah. <laughs> it's not even that bad. Yeah. And 
It's it was like propaganda. McDonald should have sued for defamation, honestly. They really should have. They should have sued the state because there was a university professor that after that was like, Oh yeah, I'll go there was like a dietrician who was like, I'll go live out McDonald's for a year and as long as I eat normal calories, like less than, you know, mm-hmm. twenty five hundred calories a day or whatever, he fucking was like, I'll be fine. And he did. He was totally fine. Yep. You can live on McDonald's. I mean, that's the whole point of McDonald's. It was it was made so that it could be something that uh, the average person could live off of, you know, if they so if they choose to. And that's uh, that's the base freedom of choice that we have in this country. You can eat McDonald's all day. You can get your thirty five dollar insulin again. You, know, it's like, uh, you can it's live like, your best life. It's like drugs, you know, like drugs are made for people to use them, not not in excess, but, you know, to set, to satiate their needs. But, you know, people still abuse them. It's not the drug's fault. It's not the Big Mac's fault. But yeah, we have to pay $80 a gram for cocaine. This is true. So true, King. The cokehead's plight is one that is unspoken so <laughs> so much. So Truly one of the most oppressed uh, classes. And you know who else is oppressed is our boy George Santos. Uh, we've talked about him. You sound so sad. Bro, I'm like... <laughs> I'm hurting, bro. It's okay, though. This is what I do for you, my gorillas. Look, rain or shine, you know, sick or completely healthy and ripped and yoked and handsome. No matter what my condition is, I come out here to bring you this entertainment on a weekly basis. And if this is something that you appreciate, if you're hearing me right now and the pain I'm going through just to bring you the centrist awesome content, then you should go check out our Gumroad, thegrillcast.gumroad.com. Uh, we'll be posting a bonus episode there by the end of the month, an exclusive episode that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. You don't want to be left out. You don't want to be left out and be unenlightened. It's really important shit. You know, it's like, how are you going to get an A if you miss the class? Right. If you want to test, we could, it's we a could, radical centrist we could be uh, We could be revealing the secrets on how to not appear gay to your friends and family. Right. I mean, it's really, really riveting stuff that we're going to be covering. So make sure you go check out thegrillcast.gumroad.com. Sign up today for as low as $5 because George Santos would sign up if you listen to the show. Because he's a base radical centrist king. And look, uh, George Santos, he, he's been under fire for a while now. This is a guy who, from every angle, people trying to take him down, make him out as somebody who's a scumbag, who's a liar, who's a piece of shit. And uh, we've we've covered those before and why they were, you know, garbage accusations, but they continue. You know, this is what happens when their attacks don't work. They they take out the magazine and they say, okay, well, this time we're going to try fucking hollow points. You know, the full metal jacket didn't work. We're going to throw in some hollow points and see if we can take them down with these. And so uh, let's start with the first allegation that has been pointed at him recently. Uh, it's alleged that he stole GoFundMe money to the tune of $3,000 that was going to a poor veteran sick dog. Uh, the, this this dog had a tumor, you know, it needed, it needed medical assistance. This guy, for some reason, was too dumb to sign up for a credit card. And so he needed, he needed a handout. And allegedly, George Santos was there to help him, and this all fell apart. Now, this guy has come out and said, I have been wronged by Santos. And I want to play this video to kind of uh, 
disseminate and dismantle the allegations that are set forth against our based radical centrist king, George Santos. I know that you mined my dog and my friends and family's hearts to raise money for yourself. And he told me that was the most offensive, horrible thing anybody had ever said to him. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so let's stop here. Boom! They tried to hide it. They put that text over there to hide it. It's a shit bull. Strike one. Strike one. It's a shit bull. And look, they even they did everything they could to like obfuscate it from this picture. Like, no, it's not a baby mauling dog. It's a normal dog that you would have, you know, feelings for, that you'd have empathy oh for. I don't God. think so. Uh, okay. I, I'm a little confused about how you could be in the Navy in the last 10 years and have PTSD. Well, he goes into that in a little bit. I want to dismantle okay, okay. that, too. Was he afraid of water? <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a phobia of water? Oh, no, I'm claustrophobic, and I got on a for too long. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's uh, about how unfortunate. The, that's about how valid it is. But look, um, you know, he says that he got swindled because George Santos started the GoFundMe for this guy. And mm -hmm. it's like... Okay, why didn't you just start the GoFundMe in your name? Like, why did you why did you start it in somebody else's name? That's already a weird detail, number one. Red flag. Like, anybody yeah. can go on. It, it takes five minutes to set it up. Is he so dumb that he can't do that? That he can't have the money go to his own bank account? I don't see how somebody else steals your money uh, in that manner. But we're, we're going to continue this video here because it gets worse, Mike. Wait, it's a service dog? I'm sorry, but you, you can't have a pit bull as a service dog. I no. <laughs> okay. Unless... Unless, like, the service you needed to do is to rip babies' yeah. faces off. <laughs> Which is valid. Or other people's dogs, if it's service is to, is to murder other people's dogs at a dog park. But, yeah, let, let's continue. It gets worse. I, I know it's already shocking. <laughs> that dog saved my life at least two times. Um, when I first got out of the service, I was depressed. I was having nightmares. Um, two children came after him. Bad, bad memories about some things that happened. Kind of looks Not like war related, but other things that the military does to you. Wait, so he has PTSD, not from war, but from what? He got yelled at by a drill sergeant? I don't even think they do that anymore. Other things they do to you? Are you serious? You oh my god, bro. The whole, the whole part about being a veteran and having PTSD is like, you actually earn that shit. Like, you know, every that's why everybody respects veterans It's like PTSD. a merit badge. Yeah, yeah, you respect a veteran's PTSD because you're like, yeah, man, you've seen some shit. But you don't respect, like, a dumb white woman on Twitter saying she has PTSD because it's like, yeah, you're, uh... You're, you're the most privileged person on the planet. Yeah. You know what this guy yeah. actually probably has PTSD from is when he first went to, like, some veteran's PTSD support group and was like... I didn't actually see any combat, and everyone in the room they was all just, just like, fucking <laughs> dog piled him. Gay. <laughs> just bullied the fuck out of him. <laughs> like missing legs and shit. And just like, <laughs> like, wow, dude. Uh, not yeah, war related. I, 
I I'm sorry. It. I just I can't respect the PTSD of a guy that didn't even like see com. He either didn't see combat, which is likely, or secondarily, he did and he just doesn't care. He's a sociopath. What's crazy is I you could tell the moment you saw him with like his beard and like the set, his like physiognomy, whatever that's called, where you can see like the shape of their, Yeah, yeah, you can see by the like shape of his face. And his shit, he has the <laughs> lib cuck, like, I don't know, like, the soy boy, the, like, I don't know, it's all, like, you can see it. Like, what, he's saying he's a vet, and I'm like, I know you didn't see combat. I no, he cleaned toilets on, like, a Navy ship or something, and he probably has PTSD because some dude, like, shat in one really bad and got it everywhere, <laughs> you know, just blew it the fuck up, and he had to go in there and deal with it. I relive it every day. The one real possibility is that he might have been raped. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> And you know I can respect that. I can respect that. <laughs> that that but one might be valid. To it. I can understand. Yeah, he has to admit to it. But you also you have to defend yourself. You know, if you get in that situation, yeah. it's because you didn't defend yourself. Yeah. But, um, if you're a man, yeah, the body has ways of shutting that down. <laughs> I was very suicidal. I would start crying and guy for cry. no reason. And uh, average guy cry member here. If I didn't have that little princess with me, I princess. probably would have not been here to speak to you right now. At least two times. I was almost at the time. I had broken an ankle really bad. Couldn't work for a year and a half, so I couldn't pay my rent. And I was wait 50. a minute, wait a minute. You broke your ankle and you couldn't work for a year and a half. Does that does that check out to you, my gorillas? Does that does that seem logical to you? Because that's a that's a month and a half it. at most. More if I could get point, away with it, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he couldn't get away with it. He had no money and got evicted. And then he was camping out with his pit bull. This pit bull has hurt somebody. I don't. I'm sorry. Homeless man <laughs> oh, with absolutely. a pit bull. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. Like I think homeless people should be allowed to own guns. I think that you have yeah. a constitutional right to have a dangerous weapon, which is what I declare which a pit bull to be. Yeah. But like right. this is like a homeless guy telling us that we need to fund his like fixing his AR-15. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> look at that thing like Which, it, it, it's really blurry they intentionally obfuscated again so you don't <laughs> see that it's a shit bull but it's on like a very strong sturdy chain this isn't a yeah. nice dog like this yeah. thing's a killer <laughs> okay i'll continue the video I this is my the therapy dog bone breaker uh, howell new jersey with my dog um <laughs> And she had already had that growth growing. It was getting bigger and bigger by the minute, it seemed. Um, I finally decided to take her to the vet to see what they could do to have it take, have it removed. And they gave me a $3,000 quote. Okay, through a veterinary technician, Ossoth was connected with the man who went by Anthony DeVolder. Does does that sound like George Santos to you? Do those, do those two names uh, sound alike? No. I don't think so. Oh, he's been known to use it in the past. He said he Where's your very, source for um, that? Where's source? the source that he's Re used respected. that name in he the was past? Very, um, he, he had he had his feelers out, and he, with his charity, it would help me very much to get to get the uh, uh, money in a sooner amount of time than later. So we we raised three thousand dollars in two months, maybe three months. Um, it was six years ago. Uh, and as soon as the money came through, I was like, great. We're, we can we're, save your dog. We, we can get it right in and get this done. 
Mr. DeVolder did not, or Santos, uh, decided that he did not want me to use my local vet. Uh, he wanted me to use his vets in Long Island or Queens. Wait a minute. So this guy says that a vet tech at his local vet referred oh. him to George Santos or Anthony DeVolder, right? That he referred him to this guy, this vet tech and his, who was his local vet. But then he said, you can't use the guy that referred you to me. And yeah. it, does that make sense? Is there, is, it, is there a disconnect there? This is a homeless man that wanted to pocket this money, bro. This guy yeah. wanted to pocket this money. Like He's like, yeah, just go do it at one of the vets I can check up on and know this actually happened. He's like, no, you're stealing yeah. from me. Give me $3,000. That's this what is, this is. This is 100%. like San Santos is just like, you know, you, when you encounter a homeless person in the city and they ask you for money for food and you're like, well, you know, I'll just I'll just walk into the store. Tell me what you want. And then they're like, no, 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 no. And you're like, well, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? I just offered to get you your food. Why are you? What's the problem? <laughs> that, that's exactly true. That's exactly correct. And yeah. that's uh, what I was. That's what I was trying to convey. Really, I, this um, guy. This guy served for two years. Got a dishonorable discharge, probably for drugs. Did more drugs. Became homeless. Got a pit bull. Tried to start a GoFundMe scam. It's all coming together. Right. And it's clear as day to a centrist, but if you're if you're a wingcuck, you see this and you just think, Oh, the poor heckin' dogarino. Yeah. The poor dogarino, George Santos bad. Yeah, you see Santos as an easy target, you know, obviously, because the guy's getting flamed um for, you know, not being as a flaming homo as people thought he was. You know, he sees he sees him as uh, an easy target. He I, I have some stuff to get into after this. He's uh definitely as or more flaming than people have perceived but oh, good. Uh, let's good. let's get I, I agree I agree but yeah here, here we go I don't drive I was homeless and I paid a ride I paid a friend to bring me up there uh, to I, his vet to, to his vet. vet I paid the tolls the gas lunches and uh, Devolder was supposed to pay me back for that I even was dumb enough to give him my my bank account and my routing number because he said he was gonna put the money right into my account never happened that was when I started smelling something fishy. And and you never got a dollar of the money? Never got anything. Wait, so did you get to the vet? What happened with that? You said you got up there, right? You said you got up there, you hit the toll roads, you paid for these lunches, all this shit, but what, what, what's the conclusion to that story? It doesn't sound like he ever made it there because like you said, uh, Marcy, he's trying to pull a fucking scam. I'm also pretty fundamentally opposed to the idea that a person, like sometimes pets die and you can't pay for their bill. And I'm kind of opposed to the idea that as someone who has no car, no job, no housing, that even the idea of paying for a $3,000 surgery for your dog is a reasonable right. thing. Like, is charity, it would, wouldn't it be more reasonable to ask for charity so you can get, like, a place to live? And then, like, I don't know, man. That makes me, like, non-empathetic. Yeah, it's a fucking like, dog. You're homeless. It's a dog, man. Go adopt <laughs> another goddamn dog. I'm sorry. You know, it's like, a pit bull, especially. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's a fucking... The pit bulls are a fucking dime a dozen. Yeah, dude. we need to be moving in the opposite direction on that front. We need, we need to be <laughs> putting some of these things down there's too fucking many they go adopt a nice dog <laughs> it isn't gonna ball a child or even just adopt another pit bull so that you can use as a lethal weapon so people don't fuck with your tent like yeah. that's fine too but like yeah. 
I don't know. But the thing is, nobody's going to donate to the guy. And that's why he ran the scam. No one's going to donate to some weird weirdo beardo being like, I'm trying to get my life together. You yeah. can see in his eyes that he's a sinister person. You know, yeah. that, he goes that and he tries to take advantage of some reputable, you know, a reputable person's credible institution. We were talking about that stolen valor thing. And like, I feel like there should be a similar like it's almost like like saying that you if you like joined the army like navy and then probably got dishonorably just charged after like a year and then you go around wearing a navy sweatshirt and panhandling and claiming you have ptsd for the rest of your life like you know this guy all he talks about is being like i'm a veteran like that to me is almost like more hardcore stolen valor than like not even going in the first place right yeah right because he should have reason to uh like he he knows people that are affected by that actually you know he knows people in his community like actually have ptsd from seeing horrible things and he's stealing uh their experience that he never lived because he was scrubbing toilets in a fucking navy destroyer or whatever oh yeah so have did you notice that like they never they never did anything to tie like anthony devolder or whatever the name was they never did anything to tie that to george santos yeah no they just speculated they, it was they, they just said that, that. Allegedly, it was a name that he might have used. Yeah. It, this guy never met George Santos. He never saw him. He he has no leg to stand on here. It, it, it's just it's pretty obviously a hit job in my in my estimation. But yeah, you know, no, you're yeah, 100% I agree correct. With that. Well, now that we've thoroughly debunked uh, this initial attack by this gay fake veteran. Um, I'd like to go on and talk about the next attack vector that they're using against him because like I said earlier, they just don't stop until they, uh, until they hit, you know, they're trying everything they can. George Santos, a king, he's standing up. He's not letting himself be dragged down, but he did drag himself up a few years ago. I don't have the year on the top of my head. He went to Brazil and really proved... He proved that he is a actual valid homosexual, much to the dismay of his haters. So I'll go ahead and play that. I can't wait to see this. There he is. <laughs> all, all dragged out. Yep. Looks beautiful. Well exactly. done. Did he live in Brazil before this, or did he, like, fly down there as an American to go to a sketchy Brazilian drag show? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> he, he was just I there to... It. I mean, because, you know, he can't be himself in this country. This country is, intol you know, intolerant towards that kind of lifestyle. So, I mean, you got to go somewhere safe like Brazil um, if you want to, you know, express yourself freely. I almost respect that. Yeah, I kind of... <laughs> Yes, I'm going to fly out to a kind of dangerous country and go out and, like, do a drag show and be, like, a drag performer and, like, who knows? I don't know. That's that's a risky move. Well, look, if you can't keep it in the bedroom, like, that, obviously, that's the number one goal, right? right? Keep it in the bedroom. But if you can't do that, you know, go to another country and do it. Keep it in Brazil. That's like a different kind of sex pest. Usually like these sex pest politicians, they like fly down there and like exploit, you know, like women in Brazil or something. But he flies down there and 
presumably I'm kind of assuming got banged by a bunch of Brazilian men. Like it's like a reverse, you know what I mean? Right. It's supposed to be some sort of scandal that he's doing this because he's like, oh, he's a Rathoglican and Rathoglicans don't like that. But it's like, first of all, he's not going down there and harvesting adrenochrome and fucking children. You know, he's going out there and having sex with like weird guys. Yeah. And weird consenting, consenting guys. No, that's, um, it's an odd move. Never seen that before. I wouldn't be surprised if there's other politicians that do the exact same thing. I just, they probably haven't been caught. Right. Go off, and, uh Queen, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is. Like, the, the Republicans only have a problem with it if you do that and then you read read a book to children yeah and he's not gay so i mean he is gay he's not cringe so he doesn't read books does that mean that they would be okay with children reading books to tra- um drag drag queens i think the, the whole problem is the I proximity so. of children to drag queens in general is the problem less the reading of the books actually are you sure it's not the reading of the books i feel yeah like that's a problem depend. i have like drag queens they can hang out with kids because they're just people too it's it's when they start grooming them by trying to make them think that reading books is cool or okay. okay. That's that's a problem I have. I, I do have a lot of problems with like modern queer literature, which is why I would not want a gay person reading books to my kids. Like, why are you reading day, modern you had, queer like, literature to the degree that you know what it's back about? Back in the day, Oscar are you Wilde, gay? right? Oscar Wilde, possibly the greatest writer of all time. A picture of Dorian Gray, like. I mean, this was like at one point, which was this like, all sounds yeah. really gay. Mason, you're scaring me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy going off to make a point. <clears throat> Gets BTFO'd with the facts and logic. At one point, queer literature was something to be respected, but modern <laughs> queer literature is not something to be respected. Can we clip that, please? Oh, <laughs> we, yeah, we'll we... be. That'll be your introduction for every episode from now on. So that's <laughs> at one point. Why time. can't we be like the old gays? You know, if the ones that are real masculine. They had wives. They hid it from everyone. If these drag queens were reading Oscar Wilde, it would be much more okay. It would be like, oh yes, they're teaching these kids. Like, uh, whatever, man. Whatever, forget it. All right, we'll forget it. I will. Well, uh, I'll forgive, but not forget. How about that? You guys just aren't educated enough for this conversation. You know, it's fine. All right. Well, anyway, that's about all I got on, uh, base centrist King George Santos. Uh, everybody send them your prayers and thoughts. Indeed. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I do have one more thing. I do have one more thing. I'm sorry. So because, you know, George Santos, so as we can all see, he's being attacked left and right, with a bunch of ridiculous allegations and claims, but he's not going to take it lying down. George Santos is a man who will persevere. This is a man who will fight back. He will own the libs. And this (laughs) video I'm going to show now is exactly how he's gone about doing so. Guys, they bought you guys some lunch. You guys are staying out here all day. There's something to make sure you guys take care of. Yeah. Look at these parasites. Ha ha! Take that, libtard! You get to eat delicious Chick fil A now! I bet you feel stupid, don't you? Libtard! Eat, eat the homophobic chicken, libtard. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but they will. You know what? That's the real line. Like, if you're so wing-cucked that you can't appreciate fucking Chick-fil-A, yeah. if you got a problem. I feel like... That is a I good metric. Know. Same with, like, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Like, if you're yeah. so wing-cucked, you're like, yeah. I'm not eating Ben and Jerry's. They're, they're gay or like they're whatever. Progressive. <laughs> yeah, they're progressive, so I think their ice cream sucks. So you're deranged. <laughs> you're fucked up. Well, the, the true uh, centrist appreciates quality over the quantity of their belief system, right? Like, I could completely disagree with something or somebody, but I will consume product if it meets my expectations. And exactly. Chick-fil-A and Ben & Jerry's meet those standards. Exceed. Exceed standards. Exceeds, yeah. Excellent products. I, I will two say, thumbs though... Up. Two thumbs up, indeed. I will say, though, that... Uh, you know, I do stand with the black community in that Popeyes is better than Chick-fil-A. I understand why black people shoot each other over Popeyes. It's just that good. God damn it. <laughs> I agree with that. Why this do you is a bit an aside, but last time I had Chick-fil-A, I was sitting out and we went somewhere else and then we're sitting out in this park and next to us, there was this um, man and his wife who were apparently getting divorced and having their like big blow up like well i'm taking the kids and you're taking the house and like i can't believe you i'm did taking this, this five piece meal <laughs> and i was just like sitting there eating chick-fil-a <laughs> sitting there like listening to this like hideous drama and my friends were like bro we should like move and i'm like no dude uh, i'm, uh, I'm yeah, listening <laughs> i'm listening it was crazy I'm yeah. surprised. That, I'm surprised the Chick Fil A manager didn't like rush out and start marriage counseling them. Just like, what, <laughs> that's how good their fucking customer service is. What are we gonna say to the kids, huh? What am I gonna say to the kids, huh? Who was she? Like, it was like something out of a TV show. I was looking around for cameras. It was wild. <laughs> that's uh, that's one of the best things in life is watching somebody's life fall apart and having nothing to do with them. <laughs> You know, just being an observer and seeing it go down. I mean, that's the basis of all reality TV and so so on. So Just dunking my chicken tendies. Yeah, and you just get to eat there and eat delicious tendies, you know, watch the show. What a, what a great time. I'm envious that you yeah. got to experience that. That's another thing. Yesterday, I realized that Amazon Prime has Amazon Prime TV, and there's an entire channel called the Divorce Court Channel. Where it's just a 24-7 channel where you can just watch Divorce Court. And I was just thinking, like, imagine you, like, catch your wife, like, watching that, like, all the time. Like, she just <laughs> wants to watch Divorce Court. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, cable TV can't get any more depraved, and yet it does. Why would you want to watch that? Like, oh, my God, man. Like, like there's one now called, uh, I think, MILF Manor. I've been seeing it around where, like... A dating show with like milfs and uh their sons they they aren't dating their own what? sons but the, the sons the are son like trading moms? yeah they're trading moms oh my yeah. fucking god yeah. i haven't watched it yet but it's on the list because oh, that seems awesome no. <laughs> but, you know it's part of the decline but can't you just enjoy like, the decline what would happen if one of the moms died during production would that son also have to get kicked off the show would they, get they just eliminated? killed the son too yeah then he's got his story for the rest of the season. The rest of the season, you have to hear him just like go on dates with old women and tell them about it. Um, Wait, yeah, actually, then one of the milfs has to double up. You know? Yeah, yeah. It becomes a polycule. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Micah, I think you. Uh, I think speaking of many people fucking things up, 
Uh, I think you have a. I don't know how good of a segue that was. I'm cutting. No, that. no, I'm editing. Yeah, that. Cut, cut that segue. Um, cut that segue. But Mike, I, I, I did, think I you did have, have some things. Yeah, I had, I had some stuff I wanted to get your thoughts on. Um, just because I thought it was interesting. This, this apparently happened today. The CEO of Meta slash, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Uh, they just reinstated Trump's Facebook account, and that's not really interesting because Trump isn't really interesting anymore. But what is interesting is what his comment on the matter was which is this he said democracy is messy and people should be able to make their voices heard we believe it is both necessary and possible to draw a line between content that is harmful and should be removed and content that however distasteful or inaccurate is part of the rough and tumble life of a free society yeah so that, that was his comment or was that that was Facebook's? his that was that was his comment and to me that's basically them saying that they are they're officially recognizing uh, that allowing misinformation is profitable not only is it profitable but it's fun because look i don't want to see a bunch of people telling the yes. truth all the time because they're always wrong anyway like their truths they're not valid they're not yeah. valid they're not fun what is well, fun is intentionally I, lying to cause chaos and discord I, I think if you if you like roam enough online you you've probably noticed this being like this precedent being set you know depending on what like spheres of politics you you pay attention to the co the whole like covid vaccine misinformation campaigns and stuff like that that stuff's like suddenly gone like they're they're allowing ben shapiro to run all these like ads for his like articles talking about like died suddenly shit when isn't that stuff that they would have blocked like literally a year ago but they're realizing that it's making them money and so it, it could be done from either side because truth should be determined in the free marketplace of social media advertisement campaigns which is what god intended well we should determine the truth by whoever is spending the most money exactly you know the it, one of the things that is disappointing about this news i think it's very i think overall it's a good thing but you know i i have a balanced approach to these things and i think that the idea that uh, people are going to see that this is allowed back again because they need more money and it validates the uh, the the thought process of go woke go broke which is which is one of the worst one of the worst phrases I've ever heard in my life I hate it when people say that because it's just not true yeah. go woke go broke go woke go broke like no like yeah. woke people usually have a lot of money because they have cushy office jobs where they don't actually do anything but get paid six figures yeah. that's not that's not the reality of the situation buster yeah it's true but yeah this is good this is this is good news for us you know as well uh because <laughs> yeah. now we can we can run advertisements and get away with it as propagators of misinformation you know we just need to and that's why people should donate to the gum road because if we just continue to use these services for free and propagate misinformation we're gonna get in trouble for that but if we start paying the uh misinformation tax you know if we start giving them money then they're gonna be a lot more lenient with us so uh go check out that gum road at the grillcast.gumroad.com my gorillas we've done a lot today haven't we I think so. I think, yeah, there's been a pretty wide breadth of coverage. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. yeah. And we dive into the news that ev not everyone's talking about. We haven't, we haven't come oh. on the show today and talked about Velma for no. hours, talking about how it's woke or whatever. You know, we come in with the hard hitting political analysis that you need. Uh, really, really quick um, on the, uh, I know you both are familiar with Trump and Biden. Which declassified documents did they take home with them? Uh, what do you think? 
<laughs> oh right. Um. Okay. Um, I'm thinking Trump took anything that had to do with aliens. Yeah, that seems like a Trump thing to do. I think yeah. Biden probably took the cloning information in the black site locations. <laughs> yeah, I think they both took like uh, adrenochrome harvesting process information. That's a bipartisan movement. Well, Biden. Okay, so. Trump might actually want to declassify the alien stuff. He talked about it. So he wants that in his back pocket. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll declassify the aliens. And then Biden probably has like a dead man switch with all their cloning information. Do you think, do you think, do you think Trump gonna... took Obama's birth certificate? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have it now. You think he has it like framed up in his private office? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's just instead of some american city he just scribbled kenya over it or <laughs> <laughs> with like a crayon yeah <laughs> kenya kenya i think uh he probably also took any information on jeb bush i think that probably yeah. the highlight of his career was dabbing on jeb bush <laughs> so any further information he could use to bully that dweeb he probably has in his back pocket if it ever becomes relevant or necessary again probably all the bushes like there's i mean there's you know it, it's just as if, if he wants to rag on jeb bush he could also be like your dad was a pedophile or i don't know you know i don't know what george bush did you know other than crash an airplane um i'm sure it was heinous though yeah when did he crash well, an airplane 2001 george bush senior <laughs> oh oh george bush senior yeah that's jeb's dad right yeah yeah Yes, yeah, obviously. Yes. Okay. M much to George <clears throat> Bush Senior's chagrin, yes, he is Jeb <laughs> Bush's dad. All right. Well, I think we're gonna end it with that. Uh, any final thoughts to my, you know, esteemed guest Marcy or my valiant and brave co-host Micah today? <laughs> valiant. I need a cigarette. That was good. Yeah. And a beer. All right. Well, with yeah. that, pray for me, my gorillas. Pray for my speedy and hasty recovery from this Chinese virus. Peace out. Yeah, I'm old as a boomer. My mindset on Zoomer. Everything cooler, long as I'm not Laura Lumen. If you think I'm not number one, I just spell that rumor. Hit that victory royale on some motherfucking coochie. Default dance on a bitch. Hit the default dance on a bitch. Floss dance while I'm flossing in the whip. Victory royale when that chopper hit. Self-incrimination. I, I should have no mentioned his gay literature got bad when they weren't working <laughs> under the threat of death. Like when it was like to be a gay literature writer, like you were under the threat of Mason. death, like you're gonna be executed. Then they were like dark, tortured souls which produced <laughs> good literature. But then when that was gone, and now they're just faggy. You know what I mean? Okay. It no, I hear you there. Yeah, as a resident expert on gay literature, I, I believe your opinion. I hear it. It's valid. You are heard. Thank you for your expert analysis.